In the midst of all of this, make sure that you're taking time to take care of you. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The VoiceAmp player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoiceam and receive three months of VoiceAmp for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoiceam. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur. Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Everyday VOpreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur. Very excited to dive into another episode with you this week. You know, I've been trying over the last few episodes to help you navigate the COVID-19 pandemic with your voiceover business, giving you some tips for marketing, giving you some trends to keep an eye out for. Last week's episode, we talked about how to overcome negativity bias and trying to reduce your stress and your anxiety. And I felt like this episode was a really good follow-up to that. And it was stemmed from a conversation that took place in the Veopreneur Facebook group, talking to people about what are you doing right now to take care of you? What are the self-care things that you are doing or, you know, just what are the techniques and the strategies that you're using right now to maintain some sense of normalcy in your life, in your home, in your business, with your family? Because, hey, these are not normal times. Although I think it's probably safe to say that it's going to be the new normal for quite a while. So that's what we're going to dive into in this episode. Now, quickly, before we get into it, make sure that you check out vopreneur.com. Go to the website, bookmark the website. That is a place where you can listen to every episode of the podcast. All of them are available in the archives. It's also the place where you can pick up your everyday vopreneur swag. Get a vopreneur t-shirt or a hoodie or the original voiceover tee or hoodie. Everything is there at vopreneur.com. Listen to the podcast. Click on the shop button. So it's been almost a month for my family that we have been at home. March break happens a little bit earlier here, and that was kind of when it all really started for our kids was kind of the, I think, the second week of March, because that's when March break hit, and then they haven't gone back to school since. And right around the same time that that was unfolding, that was when a lot of the stay-at-home measures and social distancing and all of that was really becoming a lot more of a priority here in southern Ontario and Canada. And I think for a lot of places, probably a very similar timeline. So trying to figure out how we were going to get through this as a family was, you know, it was a process. It still is a process. For me, obviously, I work from home. No big deal. But it is different for my wife and it is different for my kids. And so One of the very first conversations that my wife and I had was, what do we do to maintain a sense of normalcy for our kids? Now, we have the good fortune of my wife being a teacher. So obviously she is out of work right now, but having that background and being a teacher, the very first thing we decided was our kids were going to get up every morning and they were going to quote unquote, go to school. Now, We weren't 100% sure what that was going to look like. I mean, we let them have their March break. We're not, you know, totally mean parents. 
But after March break was over, we set up a little schoolroom down in our basement. You know, we created some areas where they could do homework and things of that nature. My wife started putting together some lessons for them. And we decided that in order to help them maintain some level of normalcy, getting up in the morning, having breakfast, getting dressed, going to school was going to be really good for them. They do a couple of hours of class time in the morning and then the rest of the afternoon is theirs to go outside and play. And I am so grateful now for our backyard because not everybody has that. I can't imagine going through this if I was still living in my apartment. And my heart goes out to all of you that are doing that and living in an apartment. So one of the first self-care things for our family was trying to maintain a sense of normalcy by trying to maintain some kind of a routine, particularly for our kids. And it would seem that I'm not the only one who had that idea because when I posed the question about self-care in the Vopreneur group, Kyle Teichman said something very similar. Listen to his story. Having a routine matters because it keeps me on track and it gives me some structure in the day. It has some extra benefits too. I have this accomplished feeling and it gives me more energy to get through the day. My daily routines can switch around a bit, but I like to meditate, work out, or do breathing warm-ups if I know I'll be talking a lot that day. Nightly routines can be more relaxing, like listening to music, playing a game, or going for a walk. The key here is to find something you like doing. It could be a jog, reading a book, listening to a podcast, or maybe even drawing. I've also used this time in the past to do some daily trainings if I have a busy day ahead. For example, whenever I was working with my speech therapist, I'd go through my practice assignments at least once every morning, just so I can get those knocked out. Maintaining a routine to maintain a sense of normalcy. I get it. Even for me now, I wake up every morning, I shower, I shave, I get dressed in actual clothes. I'm still treating it like I'm getting up and going to work. I need to have that, that sense of normalcy. I need that routine. I need that accountability. You know, it would be really easy for me at this point to just give up and start binging on Netflix or spending all day playing outside with my kids, but that's not going to help us pay the mortgage. That's not going to help us buy groceries, and that is certainly not going to reduce any stress or anxiety that I might have about the financial pressures that we're facing right now. My wife is out of work, which means that we do not have her income. I'm not 100% sure what's going to happen with my voiceover business. So far, everything's been good. I've got some clients that have fallen off, but I've got some clients that have picked up. But I also don't know how long this is going to last. So part of me getting through this and keeping my sanity is maintaining some level of normalcy. And that includes a regular morning routine, treating my days just like I always treated my days in the past. Now, I mentioned that my wife was a teacher and that she was off work. I think at this point, it would be pretty safe for us to assume that the rest of this school year is not going to happen, which means that she's not going to be going back to work for the rest of this school year. So we've had some conversations about alternative income streams. What are some ways that we can put the woodshop to use or that we can put her cricket machine to use? Ways that we can come up with to help offset the income that she's missing while she's out of work but also giving her something to do to help her to occupy her days. Obviously, she's keeping very busy with our kids, but giving her something to do so that it's important for her to feel like she's contributing. And I keep telling her, babe, you keep the kids entertained and keep them educated and keep them happy. and You're doing everything I need you to do, but it's really important for her to feel like she has that. And so that is a conversation that we have had. And Apparently, I am not the only one having those conversations. I love this self-care technique from Stephen Carlock. Check it out. 
So COVID-19 hit my business pretty hard. Within the span of about a week, I received several emails notifying me of delayed or canceled projects. And when I say several, <laughs> I mean several. This triggered a bit of a freakout moment for me. I wasn't really prepared to lose this much work all at once. My initial reaction was to disappear into my studio until the work materialized. But with a wife and three kids at home, this just didn't seem like the right choice. So my wife and I spent some time mulling over our options. We knew that I'd have to work extra hours to fill this sudden income gap. But we also knew that I already struggle against being a workaholic, and we didn't want the kids to feel forgotten or to worry about me. So we put two and two together, and we realized that we could kill two birds with one stone by brainstorming ways to earn extra income as a family. Now, you might be asking, how is this self-care? Well, you should have seen the look of excitement on my kids' faces when I brought them in and asked for their input. Seeing how much they appreciated being a part of the process immediately lifted a burden off my shoulders. And you know what? Some of the ideas we came up with actually had some potential. As a matter of fact, one has already started earning some side income. Because of our financial needs and because of just how much work I lost all at once, I'm not really in a place to sit down and rest right now. But working with my family, whether it's just generating ideas or my oldest son helping me to execute an idea, has been way more restful than I could have ever imagined. If you're in a similar situation to me, first, I wish you well, and I understand how hard it is. Second, I would suggest giving something like this a try. Get creative. Bring your kids in, bring your spouse in, deal with the situation together. It will do wonders for your mind. I love the way that he includes his kids in the process because you know what? The reality is this is not normal for our kids. And maybe it was fun for the first week or two to be at home and not have to go to school. But after a while, they crave a little bit of normalcy too. And it makes the days long for them when they can't see their friends. That's been one of the hardest parts for my kids, not being able to spend time with their friends and, and hanging out and not even really being able to leave the house. And so I think that being able to include your kids in a conversation like that because they're probably feeling some stress and anxiety too is really important and really cool. And I love that idea. So thank you so much, Stephen, for sharing that one because I think that that's going to inspire a lot of different people. Now, there are a lot of other things that I have been doing to keep myself sane. Call it self-care. I think that that's probably a really good way to describe it. I know that when you guys listen to me on the podcast, listen to me in Free Advice Friday, you know, watch me in those broadcasts and everything. You probably think that I've I've got it all together. I've got all the solutions to all the problems and that I'm not feeling any stress or anxiety right now. And I, that just wouldn't be true. It, it's, it's not true. I feel the stress. I feel the pressure. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to keep everything going, how I'm going to take care of my family, how I'm going to make up for what we're losing in my wife's income. You know, I've got all of those same sorts of things that I'm dealing with that you guys are dealing with. And so I want to share a few of the different things that I have been doing as part of my self-care regimen, let's call it. So long walks were absolutely part of the routine. Um, getting out of the house and, and getting that fresh air, which is something that I've always done, but it became even more important to me in the last couple of weeks, just being able to get out by myself, to get quiet, spending some time in prayer and, and reflection and, and getting that fresh air, getting that exercise and and that was really, really good for me right up until the part where earlier this week, 
All of the local trails and the local parks were closed, and we have been discouraged from going out for walks for a season, for however long it's going to be. You know, they don't want us leaving the house for anything other than essentials. So now I'm extremely grateful for the new treadmill that I bought in the winter because that's going to be getting a lot of use now. I still need that. Even if I can't go outside and walk and get the fresh air, at least I can get that 30 or 40 minutes of exercise and and just spend that time just feeling better. I never get excited about getting on the treadmill, but I always feel so much better when I get off the treadmill. And so that has definitely been something that I have doing. And I think that if you can fit the walking in or some form of exercise, I think it's a really good self-care. The other thing that I've been doing a lot more of lately is listening to music, which may sound like, really? Well, we all do that. Well, you know what? I don't normally do that. Typically, when I am listening to the radio, it's baseball talk radio. But there's not a whole lot going on on baseball talk radio right now. And so I've started listening to a lot more music. I've been listening to... uh, couple of different stations on Sirius XM. I've been going back through my iTunes library and listening to a lot of different music that I've kind of rediscovered. And it has been really good for me to clear my head, to lift my spirits, and I can feel the energy boost when it happens. And speaking of music, there's been a lot of long drives. You know, if I can't go for walks, hopefully I can still go for drives. Although even that now, uh, some of the counties are discouraging people from driving across county lines where we live right now but trying to get out and go for drives and tunes cranked up windows rolled down take the scenic route to wherever it is that i'm going and just letting that music and that time out just clear my head has been really really good for me as the voiceover landscape changes With the COVID-19 pandemic and all of the new rules and regulations and everything that is being put into place to protect society as a whole, the VOpreneur is going to have to learn how to adapt their business. And one of the most important things that you are going to have to be able to do as a VOpreneur to successfully navigate through this crisis and come out strong on the other side is you're going to have to know how to self-market. You are going to have to know how to go online and find leads and reach out to those leads and establish relationships with those leads, convert them to prospects, and ultimately turn them into paying clients, people that want to work with you for voiceover. The VOpreneur that learns how to successfully market and becomes confident in marketing is the VOpreneur that is going to get through this crisis. You know, a lot of voice actors feel very stressed, confused, very overwhelmed, very frustrated by marketing. A lot of the voice actors that I speak with, they don't even know where to begin with all of it. What I want you to know is that if you have professional training, demos in a home studio, and you're still not finding the opportunities that you want, chances are the problem is with your marketing, and that is something that we can fix together. The VoiceOver Marketing Playbook 2.0 is a step-by-step, easy-to-follow marketing course that is going to give you a clear plan for finding your own leads, building your own client base, and becoming the consistently working voice actor you want to be. Right now, we've got nothing but time on our hands while we ride this out at home. VoiceOver Marketing Playbook is going to become available April 14th through the 24th. This is a really great opportunity for you to use this time to invest in your learning, and to invest in your business, and to invest in your growth so that you can come out on the other side of this even stronger. I would love to have the opportunity to work with you and help you to become a more confident marketer. 
Voiceover Marketing Playbook 2.0, available April 14th through the 24th, 2020. Details at voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. That's voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. Now, back to our show. You know, I got really upset, I guess, and, and, and I don't, I'm not a guy that tends to get upset easily, but probably about a week after all of this had started, everybody's staying at home. And I see all these people that are complaining about being stuck at home with their family. And I'm thinking, like, how messed up do your priorities have to be? If you are legitimately complaining about being, quote unquote, stuck at home with your family right now, you want to talk about self-care techniques? Family time has become even more of a priority for me right now. You know, never underestimate the healing powers of a game of Monopoly with your kids or hanging out in the backyard, sitting around a campfire. So far, we're still allowed to have those, although I've heard that they're about to ban those too. Uh, they're, they're taking away all my joy. But just hanging out with my kids, reading a book, watching something on Disney+, Plus, having a conversation, playing in the backyard, whatever it is, but Family time has become very much a priority for me, and I, I think that it's given me a new level of appreciation for it. Um, some days it's hard because I work all day while my kids are at school, and then you know we have dinner, and, and I might only have an hour that I can hang out with them before they're going to bed, depending on how busy my day is. And so right now, I am kind of altering my schedule a little bit. As much as I'm maintaining a regular routine, I'm not afraid to take an hour for lunch and go hang out with my kids. But I think family time has been really good and, and making that a priority and, and trying as much as possible, by the way, to make it device free, which I think is another really good self-care technique. And then the last one that I want to suggest is something that I talked about in a couple of uh, podcast episodes, um, and that was my daily practice of gratitude and just taking time at the end of the day before I shut things down to get into my journal and just find that one thing that I'm grateful for. And maybe it's for a conversation that I had with a client. Maybe it was because of something that I was able to assist them with. Maybe it was a booked voiceover. Maybe it was a coaching session that I had with another talent. And I was able to point them in a particular direction to help them navigate this. Uh, not going to lie, I had a lot of gratitude uh, the, the day that I was finally able to buy toilet paper for our family again because we were, we were getting close to the garden hose. And so, uh, you know, it's something so simple, but... It brings me joy. Uh, you know, when I went to the grocery store and I was finally able to get eggs after not having had eggs for a couple of weeks uh, so that I could make bacon and eggs for breakfast. I mean, those little things right now that may seem so insignificant in the grand scheme of things. But I'll tell you what, when you're trapped at home and you're very limited with where you can go and what you can do, those little things are bringing me joy. And so taking time each day to just reflect on those things before I shut it down and just remember that despite all of the chaos, despite everything that is crazy that is going on in the world right now, there are still some things to be thankful for. And Jason Michael is a big fan of gratitude as well, and that has been one of his primary sources of self-care through COVID-19. Listen to his story. My self-care strategy is simple. Gratitude. A focus on gratitude right before you go to bed. If anything, it's a way to meditate and go to sleep quickly. Every night before I go to bed, I say to myself, Boy, am I lucky. Thank you for this house that I'm living in, this bed I'm sleeping in, my wife lying next to me, my children lying in their beds, my parents. We're all healthy. You know, it's as simple as that. Trust me, I have to keep reminding myself that these are things that I'm lucky to have. You know what else this has done? This has made us appreciate nurses, 
When's the last time you walked by and, and you saw a nurse in scrubs and thought, man, what he or she does is just incredible. Thank God for grocery staff. When's the last time you thought that before this? You know, they have families themselves. Thank God they're stocking our shelves. You can simplify it this way. You have two choices right now in life. Focus on gratitude and the things you're grateful for in this life or be stressed out about things you can't control. And I'm telling you, it is a peaceful place to be mentally. Whether you're religious or whether you're somebody who likes to meditate, it doesn't matter. You can still sit there, close your eyes and say, man, I have it better than so many people right now. Laugh with your children. Call your mom and dad or whoever is around, whoever you love. Tell them you love them. This is the time to feel that gratitude. So from one VOpreneur to another, I just want to say we're all going to be fine. This is temporary. We got this. Do it right before you go to bed. It really is a great way to end the day. I think it's a great place to, a great state to be in before you go to sleep at night. If you haven't done it before, now would be a really good time to try a little bit of gratitude for your self-care. Now, those of you that are more familiar with me, you know that I'm going through a kitchen renovation right now. And I've talked about that a lot. I want to make it very clear that we started our kitchen renovation back in February, way before any of this stuff was going on as far as social distancing, businesses being closed, all of that sort of stuff. We had started this renovation way back in February. And things kind of got delayed a little bit because it was supposed to just be our kitchen. But then we, we found a problem which turned into another problem, which turned into another problem, which turned into another problem. And, and before long, our simple little kitchen renovation resulted in us pulling about a thousand square feet of our ceiling and, and having to re-insulate our attic and then re-drywall our ceiling. We ended up having to rewire half of our house. Um, I've, I've ended up ultimately having to do new flooring throughout most of the main floor. Like it just, it turned into this huge, huge project that went so far beyond the kitchen. And when COVID hit, and a lot of businesses started having to close, it made it even more difficult because now I'm struggling to find the supplies that I need in order to be able to finish the kitchen. And I don't know whether or not our cabinet maker is going to be able to remain open as the government continues to expand its list of closures, which means we could be going without a kitchen for a lot longer than we had even originally expected. So one of my coping mechanisms, which is also part of my family's basic survival right now, you guys know I love my barbecue. Well, I have been barbecuing and smoking just about every single day since the end of February. Um, and particularly in the last few weeks, because in the last few weeks when we got to the drywall stage, even the oven, which had remained in our kitchen, even that had to go. So like literally our kitchen right now is a, a collapsible plastic table. That, that, that's it. So smoked meats and barbecue has been... Uh, our source for every meal. We are learning how to do a lot of things on a barbecue that we wouldn't normally do on a barbecue. Uh, we're learning how to do a lot of things in a smoker that we wouldn't normally do in a smoker. And I don't know about you guys, but I have been eating a lot. And, and part of that was probably stress eating from my kitchen. There was definitely a lot of stress Dr. Pepper from my kitchen. Uh, and, but part of it is just, I don't know, when we're at home and there's nowhere to go and there's nothing to do, what do you do? So you sit on the couch in the evening and apparently we snack. And we're all going to come out of this really, really big, I'm afraid. 
it's already started happening to me, which is one of the reasons why the treadmill has become uh, one of my greatest assets right now. But I am so grateful to know that I am not the only one for which this struggle is real. I suspect that there are a few of you that are going to be able to relate to what Amanda Utter has to say. So when Mark asked me to talk a little bit about what I've been eating, honestly, what I really should talk about is what I haven't been eating because that's nothing. I have been eating everything. I have been eating the um, the baked goods because I've been spending a lot of time in the kitchen trying to find some calm and baking. So I've been eating every stockpiled baked good package deal that I can find in my um, pantry. I have been eating these like veggie and chicken and healthy dinners only to follow that up with three hours later with the type of snacks that you only take on a road trip like Doritos and Pringles. That's kind of my sad food that I eat when I'm sad around 8.30. Watch some bad Bravo show between the snacks and Bravo. I feel happy for a little bit. What has also really become a problem is that it was my daughter's sixth birthday yesterday. There's only four people who live here. My husband, my son, myself, and my daughter. My son does not eat cake. My husband is trying to be healthy, hence all the chicken and veggie dinners. So the only people left to eat the cake are my daughter and I, and I am not one to let good food go to waste. So I have had cake with every meal for the past four meals, and I I think it's going to do a number on my waistline. I think summer is going to be a shock. We're going to come out of our shells of these houses and be pale and scary looking and probably a little overweight. And then it's going to be summer and we're going to be expected to be tan and fit. And it's going to be an emotional roller coaster. But uh, them's the breaks. I genuinely hope everybody has a good day and stay safe. I just want to say that I am so jealous of her ability to eat cake with every meal. Because although I have successfully found toilet paper and I have successfully found eggs and even a few days ago, I was I was able to secure a package of Clorox wipes, which up to that point had been impossible. I have still not been able to secure flour. And so what I wouldn't give for some cake right now. I mean, man, I, I actually said bef- right before this podcast was recorded, we were I finished cooking dinner for my family. And and after dinner was done, I was like, what I would not give for some kind of just like triple chocolate cake right now. So I'm a little bit jealous of Amanda and her cake with every meal, eating all the baked goods, eating in stretchy pants. I am sitting here right now recording this episode in a pair of stretchy pants. The struggle is real. Guys, I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't know if anybody really does. I think that, you know, we keep getting told 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. And, and I think that's because if they came out and said six months, there would be complete and utter anarchy. I think this is probably going to go on a lot longer than any of us want to accept or, or want to believe. And, you know, I, I've, I've said in every episode that I've done about COVID so far that you got to limit your intake. Limit your intake of media. Limit your intake of information. We know the things that we need to do in order to successfully get through this and, and keep our family safe and healthy. We don't need to see the numbers every day. We don't need to hear the stories every day because so much of that is just, it's speculation and, and, and it's opinion and it's not strictly fact. And that is adding to our stress and it is adding to our anxiety and that is not going to do any of us any good. So whatever it is that you do, whether it's maintaining your routine like Kyle, whether it's getting creative 
at problem solving with your family and trying to come up with some alternative income streams, ending your day with gratitude like Jason or eating all the baked goods and wearing the stretchy pants with me and, and Amanda, I think we're, we're both on that. Listening to music, getting exercise, spending time with your family, whatever it is that you do, make sure that in the midst of all of this, you are taking care of you. And just like Jason said, we've got this. Maybe it's a couple weeks, maybe it's a couple months, maybe it's longer. Nobody really knows. But I do think that we are going to come through this stronger. And I do think that we're going to come through this with a new level of appreciation for a lot of the little things in life that we used to take for granted. But we were forced to rediscover because we couldn't leave home for so long. Take care of you. And we will get through this. Guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. Visit the website at vopreneur.com. You'll find this episode at vopreneur.com. You'll find some pre-written tweets that you can share that will help to spread the word about this episode so that other people can listen to it and they can get this self-care thing under control as well. And don't forget that you can subscribe wherever fine podcasts or give it away for free, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Voice Amp Player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of Voice Amp for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam. And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at vopreneur.com.